0: and fulfillment let's get started with soul talk welcome back folks welcome back to another episode of the soul talk podcast i'm really excited about today's episode Uh, my guest today is someone you may have heard of someone you may have been impacted by um, she was one of the first guests on the Soul Talk podcast many years ago and uh, has been a favorite of the Soul Talk episodes. She's one of the world's most transformational leaders, speakers, best-selling authors, uh, a renowned voice on the law of attraction. Uh, she's a seer. Um, I call her a guru of energy and feng shui and all things sort of spiritual and vibrational. Uh, her clients include billionaires, A-list celebrities. Maybe she'll share a few stories about that as well. Uh, best-selling writers, motivational speakers, CEOs. Uh, she is one of the uh, members of the Transformational Leadership Council, where I had the opportunity and privilege to spend some time with her and an all round amazing human being. Welcome, Marie Diamond
1: so wonderful to be with you here cute and and to everybody that is
0: here so happy it's great to connect great to have you back so thanks for yeah, saying thank yes you for that. um yes. it's been a while since you've been on soul talk you were one of the, the first guests that really kicked things off I uh, really appreciate that i you know i want to i want to check in and by the way folks if you if you haven't um listen to the first episode with Marie. We're going to put that episode in the show notes. You can listen to that. That covers a whole bunch of uh, history, Marie's history and um, background. But I want to just jump straight in, in terms of uh, energy, in terms of vibration, in terms of, let's start with, over the last few years, the world has changed since we spoke. The world has been going through all of shifts, vibrationally, energetically. From an energy level, spiritual level, What's your viewpoint and perspective of what's happening on planet Earth? It's been some intense times we've gone through over the last two years. Um, A lot of people, some people feeling very um, disheartened by what they see. Some people, on the other hand, feeling very um, hopeful by what they see. And so what do you see when you look at the energy of the planet? What, What do you feel is happening?
1: Well, you know, as a Feng Shui master, we we look at cycles of energy, and so we are in the cycle right now, since 2004 till 2024, a cycle um, eight we call it. Mm. So, it's the eight stands for knowledge, for spirituality, for consciousness, uh, for gathering information. And so we always see that when we get to um, the period nine cycle, because there are cycles of 180 years that the function masters look at. And so in 2024, we get into the uh, period nine, the cycle of nine where it's all about enlightenment, motivation, um, also spirituality, but like completion of a spiritual cycle. And so what we see is that, and that's something, you know, many years ago, I was sharing that with my students and my clients, is that to go from the eight to the nine, so between 2020 and 2024, that would be very hectic times because we go from um, gathering all this information and knowledge we had. So since 20, uh, 2004, I would say everybody has been focused on knowledge and information. So for Mm -hmm. example, even doing a podcast, that's sharing information, gathering information and sharing information. Um, You know, if we look at YouTube, uh, look at um, Instagram, look at all the, the social media energies, or everybody wants to help others. So that's the eight. also to be a coach or to do um, bring motivation. They want all to write a book. So it's all that knowledge sharing and gathering. But when you do that uh, quite intensely, then people start asking themselves quite some questions. Because if you gather information, you start thinking about what, what is my life about, what I do, what do I change? And so it's very interesting because uh, when the the COVID time hit, I told my clients based on the cycles and the the Chinese New Year said, it would be a year of stillness 2020. And that we would actually fall still, literally. And I told people it will be kind of started in the beginning of March, there will be like, and I told them there will be like, energy coming from the East that makes us still and people like, what does that mean? I said, I don't know. It just, I just see the energy. Right. And, um, and I said it will last for about two years. And, This is exactly in 2020, we are in the year of the tiger now. And so 2022, sorry, it's all about finding your courage again to get out, to to empower yourself. And so, but still there is this yin and yang um, experience and balance. So some people feel very yang, very active. They see it as an amazing time to do entrepreneurship, to be a leader, to bring the energy forward. But after that stillness, some people came out with even greater uh, vibration and greater consciousness. But a lot of people kind of got stuck in that silence, Mm. in that inner level, the yin energy, as we call it. And they are still quite uh, depressed and quite stuck in that stillness. They don't know how to get out of it. Yes, yes. So... I think that is where we feel very much that some people feel very uplifted, like, hey, they use that time of stillness to find their inner resources, Mm -hmm. to really understand better what they are here for, what is their purpose. And so in the year of the tiger, we just move out. We get out of it. And these people will just keep growing and educating and evolving in the period nine and feel really like the fire, the nine stands for the fire, feels like uplifting. And they are the ones that will really shift the planet, shift humanity till 2048. So there's like this big shift that is still coming, but the fire is starting to come in, like the enthusiasm, what is fires? Enthusiasm, motivation, inspiration, um, get to do things, right? taking actions, that's the fire in uh, the Chinese um, energy system. But several people, and you know, unfortunately more than several people are still a little bit stuck in that they don't know what these two years brought them—they were so uh, touched by the the COVID. You know, some of them have long COVID, or they were touched by losing their job, or you know, they, they were still very touched, and they didn't find that inner resource mm. to um, to get out of it again. And these are the ones that, you know, in the next two years will still quite struggle. I think. But then there are the ones that, of course, will be there to say, "Hey, I guide you." I because the nine is always about guiding uh, others to um, to coach them, to lead them into the right direction. So I'm actually one of the very hopeful people, of course, because I see the cycles, right? Mm. And so the end of 180 year cycle, what we're coming in in 2024 to 2048, is always a, a huge time of revelation but also a restructuring of the, the system and especially the nine stands for energy. So we, we're still seeing and we're having all the struggles right now, for example, in Europe and worldwide about energy, like the energy resources. We don't have enough energy. We have to redesign. We have to look at the energy that the planet is providing for us. So I believe that in the next 22 years, we're going to redirect our energy resources in ourselves, of course, but also in the environment. So some people say, well, it's the end of the, the times. No, it's not the end of times, it's end of a, a cycle that is happening. But then after 2048, we'll restart the cycle. So, but you always have to come to a completion of what have we learned in the last 180 years. So if you look back at the 180 years, that is like, you know, um, like 1840, 1860. That's kind of the industrial revolution that started. And so we need to start looking back. What have we learned from that? What have we done wrong with it? What do we need to adapt? And then from there, getting into new resources to actually get into an enlightened um, mm-hmm. conscious world. This mm-hmm. is kind of how I look at it from a feng shui cyclist wow. perspective
0: it's interesting two things number one is you talk about nine you know i literally just moved into a building that is 900 mm-hmm. and so so nine and my apartment is 909 you know and even if you multiply you know plus it together it's eight, still one, it's, a nine, it's still right? nine <laughs> yeah. so, so i think maybe my energy was is is kind of in sync with that that what's happening uh so that 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 gives me that gives me hope um for someone who is feeling uh stuck Mm -hmm. still based on the experience of the last two years they're they're still stuck in that 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 internal mold uh what's been happening what advice can you give them so that they can shift that stuckness and open again and because i think a lot of people some people felt they lost their jobs, and they're feeling, you know, they're grieving. Or some people lost people grieving. Some people disheartened by what they see on the planet, and so they're not able to, to sort of move into that expensive energy. So, how can someone get unstuck?
1: Yeah. So, um, when we look at the word change, right, and we're all looking for the change in our life, um, when we look at the word change, the word change is a is a combination of two words it's a word chi c-h-i and angle so h so it's all about shifting your perspective it's about shifting the angle and right now you're looking at the world from a a wounded experience right now and but it's very important for you to honor that wound and to accept it that it's there because you cannot heal unless you accept that there is a pain, a grieving, a sorrow, um, a sadness that you have in yourself. But it's very also important to understand that if you stay focused on that, that is what you attract more of. That's exactly what the law of attraction is talking about. Is that what you focus will grow. So if you keep focusing on that pain and say, look, I already connected with that pain now for a year or two years, what did it bring me? Right? It brought me um, feeling even more alone, feeling even more stuck. So to start and giving yourself permission, that's the second part, accept it. And second is give yourself permission to change. And even if you don't know what that change could be, it's just saying, look, I'm ready or I am willing to change into a a different experience. And in order to keep that going, it's important to also start looking into small shifts that you can make, small little steps that you can take. You don't have to do the big step. You don't have to suddenly like change your whole world around you because that doesn't work right mm-hmm. so what is a small step you can do perhaps you can change your diet perhaps you can start walking every day in nature perhaps you can do some feng shui tips or decluttering for example you you kind of let go of certain things perhaps just start writing every day down in the morning or in the evening something you're grateful for like little little steps it doesn't have to be constantly the same step it can be one day walking in nature and other day doing some journaling um, calling somebody who is more positive than you um, reading a book so start start very slowly but steadily that's the whole point slow and steadily start shifting the angle how you look at your life yeah and once you do that steadily that means as much as you can every day or at least every few days i always say three times a week that's amazing already yeah that you shift something small right then before you know it you already have shifted like literally a lot so it's like if you look at um, the compass, if you you change like a degree and another degree and another degree, before you know it, 15 days later, you're 15 degrees and you're really looking at something different. Like right. literally, you're looking this way and you will yeah. be like, wow, I didn't see that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't see myself like this. So mm-hmm. it is... It is not an easy way, but it, it is something you need to give yourself permission to, because I've seen a lot of people who are stuck, they don't give themselves permission to change. Yes. And um, just that simple thing can really help them already. And of course, I can give you some more information about what you can do in your home to help that energy shift. But yes. that's already something I would suggest.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a lot of talk right now about recession, and at least in the US, you know, global re- recession, recession, recession. And now they're talking about how you know, the Chinese uh, housing market is crashing and global recession and energy. And, oh, my God, the world's in a recession and people are freaking out. And so when the energy of the world is in that scarcity mode, I think it's easy for us to go into scarcity, And so I want to talk a bit about abundance money Um, during these times of recession. What are some things that people can do to, to activate abundance and, and, and create, generate the energy of the energy of wealth and real wealth in life, yeah. basically money, right? Well, what can we do in these times to make ourselves more um, magnetic to money, especially mm-hmm. when the world seems to be sometimes reflecting something different. And so th- I'd love for you to go into, you know, things we can do internally, things we can do feng shui-wise in our house, like yeah. break down somebody, <laughs> some of your secrets. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the first step is I would never repeat the words that you just mentioned. Yeah. I wouldn't even think about it. Um, I mean, I would see it perhaps on television or whatever on news media, but I will not repeat that word. I will not bring that word into my mind. Yeah. So I would observe it. I would look at it like, oh, okay, that's what others think. That's what others feel. But I choose not to... uh, not to connect in with that collective field. Yeah. That's the first thing. I just decide very clearly I am not part of that. Yeah. Because when you are part of that field, it's harder to create a field of abundance.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I choose every day to be in a, a field of abundance. Yeah. So whatever others people think, I'm like, okay, that's their decision. Great, mm-hmm. but I don't take that on. I don't have conversations about that even, so I'm not going to use these words, yeah. Because okay. I do believe what you connect with again is you. You're especially if it's a collective field. Before you know it, you kind of get sucked into it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. because
1: it's a subconscious field. It's a collective, conscious field. Subconscious, like everybody talks and feels and r- r- vibrates on it. I just choose not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then people say I said thank you for your message, but I am not deciding to follow that vibration.
0: The reality, yeah, that vibration. that. that
1: right. I, I first, just choose
0: that. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, got I, it.
1: So that's the first thing I do. Um, the second thing is, um, of course, as a Feng Shui master, um, I always make sure that I create a reality around me mm. that I, um, is telling a different vibration because when you go into the world, you know, the world is vibrating there. So it's very important that your home, where is your first layer outside of your physical body, like your soul is in your vessel, in your physical body, but the first layer outside that physical body is your physical three-dimensional home that I called the three-dimensional board that is your home and everything around you. If you are thinking into um, there is not enough or the scarcity, then you will start... Um, and you see a lot of people collecting a lot of things, right? So they're holding on to a lot of things. They cannot declutter, they cannot organize, they cannot restructure. So the first thing I always say to people, start decluttering, start letting go of things, yeah, that you do not longer need anymore because you know there is enough to come back, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. So if you um, if you think, well, I have, I don't know, uh, ten pillows and you're like oh but you never know that i need nine pillows and you have two that you keep or eight one that you keep if you start in that field you're like bringing that scarcity from the outside back into your own life Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. so always let go and bless what you let go and perhaps you bring it to a goodwill perhaps because there are always people that have less than you right? Mm. So why don't you share that? And as you're sharing that abundance flow, the universe always brings more to you again. So that's the first thing. Create some space and bless that space that you have created. The second thing is based on your birthday, each one of you has what we call a success and abundance area. Mm. And so you can actually find that out by getting to the Mary Diamond app Mm, and my diamond app is for free available. And there you'll be asked to put in your birthday and your birth sex. And so I should put in it because connected to, the calculation is connect with your birth moment. Mm. Yeah, when you are born. And so once you have put that in the profile, you will actually receive. Um, your energy number and so they're interesting enough nine numbers right from one to nine and based on your energy number there is a direction in your home that always attracts success and money and abundance mm-hmm. and so for me when i put that in i you will see you will get a oh, diamond wow. compass yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so my abundance or success energy is southwest yeah mm-hmm. For somebody else, it can be northeast or east or north. It, it depends. But it stays for you with you for the rest of your life. Now, you will see there's a lot of videos for free that you can find out how to like a little feng shui course in it. But what is important is if you hold a compass, yeah, so you hold this compass, and for example, in your office or the place where you work, that's the first where I would go.
2: So mm-hmm.
1: you're holding the compass and see where is that success direction indicates so for me when i hold it it points in front of me yeah so in front of me i have placed a table or um you can hang a vision board or you can place something that okay. relates with your success and abundance. So, my success and abundance comes from books, from online courses. Um, I have awards, um, have my vision board there, have my mm-hmm. goals there. So, I always place there what I want to activate because feng shui is responsible for activating 33% of your abundance. Mm. So it's very it's it's quite a lot, right? So you will also see in
0: your um, so, compass. What, so thirty three percent is feng shui. Could you what's the other percentages? Could you okay. say that real quick? So your
1: your first thirty three percent is your destiny. So for example, when you're born, you're born in a family. Some of you are born in a family that is wealthy. Others are born in a family that mm. are just mm. perhaps you know really struggling so that's part of your destiny right mm-hmm. um, but that destiny doesn't stop you from moving to your next 33% and that is the human luck is what do you do with your destiny so in your destiny you can have talents like i have a talent to teach i don't have a talent to sing so i don't do anything with my singing voice right i'm doing something with my teaching voice so that's the human aspect so that's my using my mindset using my behavior taking actions so the whole self development and self help is actually according to the function masses responsible for 33% of the results mm-hmm. not 100% mm-hmm. And the spiritual people or the religions will talk about the destiny, but that's not responsible for a full hundred percent, it is only thirty-three percent. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So your okay. connection with source, with God, with universe, whatever religion, spiritual release you have, that is connect with what you call the spiritual aspect, the human aspect, and then we have the earth aspect, the environment. And that's where feng shui comes in. Yeah. And that is the law of attraction. Um, missing link for a lot of people to attract. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they do the mindset. They do great, um, work on themselves. They are taking amazing action. But let's be honest, that takes quite some discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every day you need to do this. You cannot just say, Oh, once a month or once in a blue moon, mm-hmm. I will be positive and then I won't. And the rest of the time I'm negative. But the great thing with feng shui is once you have set up your home, you actually are set up. And so it starts working for you and it starts activating your mindset. It starts activating your behavior and so what you take action. So it, it builds it up <clears throat> and ultimately it helps to change your destiny. So even if you come from a family that is not so wealthy, mm. you can actually create wealth because it changes ultimately your destiny. So, this is like what you can find out on the app what okay. is your success direction and so you do
0: it, always is check out is
1: there a 1% 73? yeah well, it's 33.3% so, so okay, yeah but it's just you know it's so, it's so we have the de-
0: destiny the spiritual the human aspect the environment the functional those three. correct beautiful, yes beautiful Yes. Yeah. before you continue um just want to checking on one thing connected to what you were saying. Okay. Let's say someone goes to your app and their their success direction is Southwest. Okay. Like you just said, but what if you're married to someone, their success direction is North, Northwest or North East. Correct. Complete opposite. Yes. So so, so I guess there's two questions in one. What do you do in a situation when your partner's success direction is completely opposite and Mm -hmm. How, how, how do you find a compatibility with someone in general also whose directions seem opposite?
1: Okay. So you will see when you go a little bit deeper into that, that there are certain numbers that have the same compass direction but a different um, – because there are four parts uh, that we always look at. So you okay. have success, relationship, health, and wisdom. Yeah. So there are four directions that are very good for you. And there are four directions that are empty. That means they don't give you any energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people that have energy number one, three, four, and nine, they have a combination of east, south, north, and southeast. But for north, it will success direction will be, um, for energy number four, it will be north, Mm -hmm. but for energy number nine, it will be east. So Mm -hmm. it's different for each Mm -hmm. one. And then people have energy number two, five, six, seven, and eight. They have a combination of West, Southwest, Northwest, and Northeast, but each time a little bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what you do, for example, my husband has energy number seven, right? So in the space where I work, right, I activate my success direction and I focus on that. But in my office, my husband never sits here, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't activate his success direction. Yeah. He works in the living room and, um, when he works on papers or, you know, things for his business, he works in the living room and the dining room. So I make sure that his success direction in that space is activated. Yeah. Okay. But let's even say you, you are in the same office, right? That's possible you always make sure that you place the area of the success direction and you put their symbols or books that inspires you. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: The second thing that we try to do is the positioning of how, when you're working, when you're focusing on your business, when you're focusing on your career, the first step is that you always try to see the door. So, Right now, I am seeing the door. So when I even look at you, I see the door is over there. So when somebody comes in, but of course, just sometimes my dogs come in, I am in a power position. I'm like the queen and the king because I always see the opportunities come to me. Mm. And then what I try to do is also face, look at a good direction for me. So I'm actually, and you have four directions you can look at, yeah? And four directions you cannot look at because they don't give you support. They don't bring in good energy for you, yeah? So right now I'm facing Southwest, yeah? So I could put it this way that I can always look my success direction. Mm. But in other places I had sometimes I could put not my success direction to face it, but I could look at my health direction. Mm, Yeah.
2: mm. But
1: I still, that's fine because it still gives you energy, Mm -hmm. but you still activate your success direction with symbols, with books, with certificates, awards, that just really supports your success. Wherever that is, even if you don't see it. Yeah. Mm. In the space, even if it's behind you, you still activate it because it's like, a portal of energy that comes into your home. And then you will see, so everything for your success direction in the app is available for free. There are several videos on it. If you want them to upgrade to um, relationship and health and wisdom, and even for your energy number, get like a whole year specific videos to support you, then you need to upgrade to the premium version. Mm-hmm. But in the premium version, there's already so much information. You can start right away to activate your home for
0: abundance and success. Mm-hmm. Are there any other things that, uh, I don't know, like seven things that someone could immediately, in, in a general sense, do in their home yeah. to to, to sort of activate, like you hear this thing of like, you know, have things that are running water or, you know, are there any general practical things that people can also do in their yes. home to activate abundance and wealth?
1: So the first thing is the entrance. Yeah. Entrance. So when you walk into your entrance of your apartment or your home, make sure it is really decluttered. So you cannot have shoes on the ground or coat no on the ground. On the no. Mm. I just think you're the queen or the king or president. If they come into their palace would you ever have shoes on the ground, right? So shoes on the ground is a symbol of I don't care, Yeah. So make sure you put your shoes in a shoebox or in a cabinet. Yeah. So when you walk in, you always want something that is pleasant, something that just makes you smile. It can be a picture of your family, can be flowers, a candle, crystal, like always make sure that entrance gives you a feeling I'm at home and I'm happy to be at home. Mm -hmm. so that's the first thing and always make sure you have a a carpet or a mat at your entrance that is every year new yeah Mm -hmm. so every year have a fresh carpet because then you're telling to the universe money can come in so that's the first thing i told you about the power position that is something that is very simple to do, not just in your office, but also in your living room, in your dining room, any meeting that you have in a restaurant or, I don't know, a coffee bar. Make sure you always walk in first and sit in such a way you can see the other person coming in because mm-hmm. you will be in power and you will make more money in that negotiation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. The third thing, uh, what I would suggest place some golden objects around you. So um, it doesn't have to be real gold. It can be fake gold. It can be, I'll give you an example. I have like um, something. Oh, I nice. my pencils in, in like a golden jar, right? So seeing gold always supports you. Think in the palaces and the castles, people would put their ancestors in gold
2: frames.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So put the people that you love in gold looking frames. Mm. Yeah. Because then you're attracting abundance because abundance, the color for abundance is gold. gold. Yeah.
0: You know, you know so, what's interesting? Uh, I think I remember this th- this piece or something about this from our last conversation that stuck with me. And I got gold utensils. <laughs> So yeah. I eat with with at least gold colored, you know, utensils. Yeah. So every time I'm eating, I'm feeling abundant, right? So okay, yeah, gold. But
1: gold, but it can also be, for example, writing with a gold marker or a golden yes, yes. pen, or you don't have to buy something very expensive for that, to be honest. Right, right. right, right. So um um another thing that I would definitely suggest your dining room. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Make
1: sure your dining room after you have eaten is always cleared up. That you don't have your plates and glasses up from the day before. Yeah, and um, always make sure when you have done with a dining, put back a bouquet of flowers or a bowl of fruit. Mm-hmm. So you always say there's something flowering, something full, like a full bowl of fruit on. The table on the dining room table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That always gives a feeling of abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, also, making sure that in your bedroom, you do not have mirrors reflecting your bed. People that have mirrors reflecting the bed have a tendency to be much more fearful around money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so no mirrors in the bedroom, really.
1: Well, no mirrors reflecting your bed. Yeah. So, like, not above you, not to the side, not in front of you, right? Not behind you, right? So, always think about mirrors are something we want to activate, for example, in the dining room. Putting a mirror in the dining room that doubles the food always doubles your income,
2: Mm.
1: yeah? But in the bedroom, it doubles your sleep, so you'll be having more hard time to be active, to be creative. Oh, wow. It doubles if you're by yourself, it doubles the loneliness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? So or doubles a partner, right? So you mm-hmm. and but it doubles mostly the fear. And people are much more fearful towards the future when they have that. Um also in the bedroom to be careful about is don't have images of water.
2: water. Um,
1: Water, like um, a sea um, picture, a picture of the sea or a lake, especially above your headboard, because then you will start feeling you're drowning in and being more depressed. So, Mm. water images need to be because water stands for um, money and abundance, but not in the bedroom. Mm. So, anything with water, you can place them in a living room, in a dining room, um, so places where you're active yeah and then specifically in the north or the southeast of that space yeah um if you don't have that and you want to work with a fountain
0: mm-hmm. if you want to
1: enhance your career you put a fountain in the north area of your office or your workspace if you want to enhance more money so let's put this way if more money through business you put it in the southeast more money with career like as you're working and employed, you put it in the north, and you have the fountain running twenty four hours a day if you can. Otherwise, during the day, and you take it off during the night. That is fine. Mm. Wow! So these are a few tips.
0: Some, some tips. General wow! Tips. Yeah, beautiful. And in, th- in terms of things like paintings and and and, is there any guidelines on types of artwork we should have yes. that would?
1: So yes, I would always suggest look at your artwork because your artwork is like, your home is like a three-dimensional vision board, right? Mm. So um, when you walk in, when you come to your living room, when you you look at things, like look at the images. Are these images like um, showing you like a boat that is stuck somewhere in a harbor? Or if it's like somebody who is like very depressed, Um Just look for things that are lush, that are beautiful, that are with people that are happy and smiling. So Mm -hmm. abundance is not just money. It's also joy. It's just also feeling good, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So don't go to spiritual either. Sometimes I go to people's home and they're like, having angels and Buddhas everywhere, right? And I say, you know, angels, they are love. Uh, Buddhas, they are wisdom. But they don't really focus too much on money. Right, right. Right? Yeah,
2: that's a good point.
1: So that doesn't mean you cannot have one. And if you Mm. have something spiritual, put it in your wisdom direction. But then make sure there's not like a Buddha in your success direction because Buddha really Mm. didn't give a lot around money because he was giving money away all the time. Mm. Yeah? Mm. So he was not focused on that, um, I would say, financial aspect of life,
2: Yeah.
1: Right? So look at what is around you and, and just check and feel and become aware what is around me. Is that supporting me? right? Mm -hmm. Is that helping me? Um, Even, for example, books that you have on your nightstand. Perhaps there are some books that you want to, that inspire you, or books that you put put around you that you feel like are books not about the books of thrillers and and horror, but books of motivation and abundance and that help and teach you to go to a next level. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's not just the images. It can be statues. It can be everything around you. Just feel into it and see, like, wow, is that since I have it? How have been I've been feeling about abundance?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting as you're talking. I'm reminded of I'm reminded of the power of the energetic environment that we are living in all day mm-hmm. long. And and the power of feng shui, the power of how energy is structured in space that then holds us and and kind of moves our focus or, or mindset in a certain direction that we may not even be aware of and conscious of. Yeah. Correct. And, and then we wonder, like, why do I not feel great? I don't know why I'm not feeling inspired. I wonder why I'm feeling sleepy. I wonder why I'm not feeling, you know, full of fear. It, it makes Correct. so much sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's like, it's a subconscious level, but it affects us 24 hours a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for example, some people are saying, like, um, <laughs> me, I'm not moving forward with my business or my online business. And they have a desk in their bedroom. And I said, you know, your, your brain is saying, what do I do here? Do I sleep or do I work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you can take your desk out of your living room, now as a student, when you're a student, that is okay. But when you want to make money, because your brain is starts to work and you're like, oh, I'd rather sleep. And when you're sleeping, you're like, oh, I still need to do so much with, for my work. Mm-hmm. So in case you cannot change it, put um, um a screen like in front of your bed so you don't see it. And when you're working, put the screen in fr- or put it in front of your desk when you're sleeping. So put like a paravan or a, a Japanese screen so yeah. you're dividing the room because your brain is just like, I don't know what to do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then people feel they cannot go ahead. But the first thing, if you can take it out, take the place where you work out of your bedroom.
0: What about for, for like love relationships? I'm sure you, you probably get this a lot in terms of, okay, in terms of like someone who's single that would like to be more energetically magnetizing love. And then what about for a couple that maybe they would like to kind of bring their relationship, their marriage into more harmony?
1: Yeah. So when you're single, the first thing I would suggest to people, check out how many single items you have around you or images of single women or single men hanging around you because you actually are telling them to yourself. Uh, Mm. It's okay to be single, right? Mm. I remember I was once in somebody's home and she was like, I don't want to stay single. And I counted 50 lonely women images around 50.
2: her. Wow. 50.
1: And I was like, yeah, that's not going to do it, right? So make sure that um, you send your relationship direction in your bedroom. So f- first of all, check out where's my relationship direction with the app with the and there place something about love, about couples. Mm. Um, hang something about love and about romance above your headboard. When you are in a bed, and you want to attract somebody, make sure there are two pillows, there are two nightstands, two lamps. Make sure there's space in the closet. Yeah? For even in the bathroom uh, cabinet, that there's space for somebody to come with their clothes or their toothpaste or their mm. perfume. So make some space for that. Yeah? Mm. Okay?
2: Mm.
1: And a- then for couples, um, you know, sometimes I have come in so many homes, right? thousands of homes uh, over my uh, life. And I have, you know, so much feedback from my students online. Um, sometimes I come in and said, how's your relationship? they like, oh yeah, it's okay. And then I look, I can't find any picture of the couple together. Yeah? yeah. So it's like the couple, like the mom with the children, the father with the children, or the other mom or the, you know, it's like, they have no pictures together. Or if they have pictures, it's like from their wedding, right? That is like 25 years ago, right? Wow. I yeah. always say, the energy is now. So keep mm. the energy current. Fresh, yeah. yeah. Keep it fresh, yeah? And um, in your living room, in your bedroom, you know, place some images and say like, hey, we're, we're okay to work together, right? Mm. We're, we're, we love to be together, right? Mm. So, and then of course activate the relationship from both in the bedroom that's always like the place in the anchor place for romance mm. but also you know everywhere in the house make sure it feels that you're living there together yeah mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. especially sometimes somebody moves in into a place that is owned by somebody else first um Try to bring in your things. Don't leave it the way it was when, for example, a man goes and walks in and, and starts living with his partner or the woman does the same thing. They leave their own space, but just make sure you bring your things also in. Make it a new home together. Mm. Yeah? Okay.
2: Mm.
0: Beautiful. New vibration. Does, does the physical... Do you, how much does the physical location... Not just the apartment, but like the area, like Los Angeles or, you know, Santa Monica versus Venice versus downtown versus Sherman Oaks, right? Bronx versus Brooklyn. How much does the location play in the energetics of things?
1: Well, you know, as you say, location is everything. Right. So, not just the location where you're sitting, where you're sleeping, where you're working, but also the location of where you are. So, you know, there are areas that are, you know, a higher vibration for abundance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you will see, you just go in the streets and you go in the neighborhood. Right. So, there were times I could not afford this. And, but I would then always go to these areas like I wanted to attract Beverly Hill clients I would always go to the Beverly Hills Hotel sit in the lobby and start working there for a couple of hours so I was like in the vibration of Mm -hmm. that area right and or I wanted to live in Malibu at a certain point so I would go to Malibu and meditate there and go for a coffee there like started integrating there and before I knew it, I could afford living in Malibu. Yeah. So you have to make decisions, and uh, but look at the vibrations of a place. Yeah. And then, of course, you can look at, you know, if you feel great about that area. And um, I mean, it's always a combination. Like if you're more into sports and surfing and kind of a wild lifestyle, well, you can go to Venice, right? (laughs) right. If you have more like you want to go for the family life and suburban, you can go to Sherman Oaks, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to be more surrounded by the stars and celebrities, well, you go to Malibu or Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Like So you make some decisions based on what your ultimate goals are in life.
0: Mm, got it. Beautiful. Yeah. I think, I think it's so true. I just moved from a place I was in Miami and it- there was just a different vibration there, which, which I was drawn to for a year. And then uh, I rented a place I, I was caught- I've inspired to come back to LA. So I went to the place in LA, uh, but I didn't actually visit the place. I just saw it on video. And then once I got there, I was like, ah, oh, this was not a good decision. And the energy was just off. And so I just recently moved to the 900 building. Different vibration, different frequency, different everything. Everything started spinning in a whole different way. Now, it wasn't like it wasn't before, but the feeling was I had to work so hard to just push push the energy forward versus now everything is just. In flow, in sync. And and this
1: is so beautiful what you just said. Because feng shui, when you look at the location and you activate it, there's a flow, an extra flow that starts Mm. happening. And then you, I'm not saying you cannot reach your goals without feng shui, but it will be more harder, more pushing, more like with more effort. While, you know, my life is effortless. Mm. Yeah. I think about something, yeah, synchronicity, synchronicity start happening yeah mm-hmm. i have a goal like somebody calls me like it's that kind of vibration of flow and that's what feng shui can help you
0: with beautiful beautiful um could you uh, l- last question before I, before i ask you to give uh, the website for the app and all of that good stuff um as you look into the future you talked about 2024 to 2048 like what are you excited about? What, 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 are, you, what are you hopeful about? What, what, where do you see opportunities? I, I'd love for you to kind of leave people with a feeling of, of possibility. Like What excites you as you look into the future?
1: Well, what excites me is actually looking at the current generation, the, mm. the generation that is now 20. Mm right, that is now, I call it the Generation 8, yeah? So they are the ones that have so much wisdom, so much knowledge, and they deal with it in such a different way. And they are the ones that have this access to, um, I would say, dimensions of, of uh, inspiration. And so I love working with this younger generation because they will be the ones that will ultimately rule and lead the world in the next 20 years yeah and so i'm very hopeful because i see and i have my own two younger kids are in that generation and i see like the creativity that they have and how they think in a such a different way than the generations before that's why i am very hopeful that we will get into a much better place in the next 20 years
0: beautiful um, what's the best way people can find out about your app and get in touch with you?
1: So the app, they can go to the App Store and they can go to the Google Play Store. Of course, they can go to my website, mariediamond.com. And there is also the access shows to the um, to the uh, application. And of course- What's the all- app
0: called? What's the app? It's it called
1: Marie Diamond.
0: Okay, Marie Diamond. Marie Diamond app,
1: yeah. So looking forward, and thank you again, Hute, for this wonderful conversation, and I hope that this will help all your listeners to move forward.
0: Awesome. So mariediamond.com, where people can find you and the app, is on the App Store. I'm going to re-download the app, because I had it, and then when I switched yes. to my new phone, I didn't yeah. re So it yeah, you up. need to
1: update and put your profile in. And of course, they can follow me on Instagram, Marie Diamond
0: 8 <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Marie Diamond date sounds great. Thank you so much, Marie. I love the conversation. Thank you. Thank and you see you very
1: soon, I hope. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for sharing so much wisdom and, and love. Everyone, this was an amazing conversation with the amazing Marie Diamond. Check out her work, mariediamond.com. Definitely download her app. I'm going to as well so I can get in sync with my own success uh, directions. Um, uh, send me an email, Coop Blackson at coopblackson.com. I'd love to hear your key takeaways from today's episode and share today's episode with everyone and anyone in your life who who you feel would benefit. Until next week, love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook,